from Luke, chapter 23. When they came to the place that is called the Skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing, and the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanging there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O Christ. You may be seated. I'm kind of grateful that Thanksgiving is so late this year. I feel over-prepared for the oncoming holiday season. I have also found that although this season is busy in our church and in our family, we've sort of gotten better at that busy holiday calendar management. And so feeling more confident, more prepared, really just means I am more nervous that the often busyness and craziness of this season just hasn't hit me quite yet. I'm sure it will, as it often does in the coming weeks. The holiday season is filled with complicated emotions, love and joy, grief, busyness, and panic, and maybe you experience this too. Moments of getting excited to visit with your loved ones for that time together, for that connection with one another. Moments of grief, remembering those who you won't be seeing this year. Moments where you remember there was someone who you probably should have sent a Christmas card to who was on your list but somehow just didn't end up in the pile with all of the others and now you're scrambling to find that last card that was tucked underneath something else. All of those complicated moments in our lives where we get excited, we kind of panic a little, or we feel that immense love and joy or that hard grief as we miss those we love or think about broken relationships in our lives. All of these complicated emotions fill us at different times throughout the year, and I think especially as we begin the holiday season. So it's always interesting to me that the week before Advent, before that season in our church where we get ready and wait for Jesus before the month of December, the last Sunday of November is always this day, Christ the King Sunday. A day where we are reminded that in all our lives, through all the panic or busyness or grief, grief or love, Jesus stands as the one who reigns, who stands at the center of all those complicated emotions. We end our church year and start the new season celebrating Jesus as our King and the kingdom that God brings into the world through him. I think it's probably a much-needed reminder as we begin this season of complex calendars and maybe difficult dinner table conversations with extended family. With all the ways we can get pulled into one direction or another, Jesus is there in the midst of all of it, reaching out and bringing us closer to God. 
Our reading from Jeremiah reminds us of God's will to gather God's flock together, to bring them back to the fold, so that not one shall be missing. And as Christians, we read Jeremiah, and we can see Jesus in there, too. When Jeremiah says of the righteous branch of David that God will raise up to reign as king, we see Jesus in that righteous branch. Jesus is the one who is righteous, who will bring salvation and life for those who have been scattered and destroyed by careless shepherds, by those who have been driven away, who will bring this salvation and life for all people. God's kingdom is one of reconciliation, of connection between humanity and God. And then Colossians takes Jeremiah one step further with a kind of hymn, a spoken poetry of God's kingdom through Jesus of redemption and forgiveness of sins, that through Jesus God was pleased to reconcile to God's self all things. For me, during all the complicated stuff of the holidays, there is something about this reconciling, reaching shepherd king who we call Jesus that just brings me a hope and a peace in the midst of the busyness and the grief and the panic. It's a reminder of God's love in this season, in this time, in this place, and so when in our gospel we are reminded of the taunts to Jesus on the cross, that those who called him Messiah, who called him King, were trying to torment him, we remember that they were speaking truth. And that they told Jesus to save himself, but Jesus was too busy saving all of us. Jesus was too busy on the cross forgiving those who taunted him, who persecuted him, who executed him. Jesus was too busy sharing salvation with the criminals who hung beside him, who asked him to be saved, to be remembered. Jesus was too busy being the king that the world needed to save himself. Not the king that was expected or wanted, but the king who is needed. A king who is like a shepherd, seeking out all the sheep in their fold and bringing them together. A king whose kingdom brings redemption, forgiveness, love, and reconciliation into the world. A king who suffers, who still promises paradise to those who need it most, who still remembers us and brings us into this kingdom. A king who rises from the dead, making peace, sharing God's righteousness, and bringing all of us, each and every one of us, back to God and God's love. And so, with this reminder, as we begin this busy season of complicated emotions, of love and joy and grief and panic and I want to close today with our psalm. Psalm 46 is one of my all-time favorites, a reminder that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, a reminder that in the midst of whatever we might be going through, though the earth be moved beneath us and the mountains shake around us, God is there in the midst of it all. God is with us. In the psalm today, the Lord says, Be still then and know that I am God. And so in the midst of whatever we might be going through this holiday season, as we remember Christ our King, as we celebrate God's kingdom in our lives and in our world today, as we go about sharing love and hope and peace with those we meet through service and fellowship and all of the ways we act as the body of Christ together, including welcoming some new members into our body today, as Jesus reconciles all of us together, may we begin this season with God's peace. Richard Rohr, a Franciscan monk and Christian author, created a small meditation based on this last psalm that is always my favorite in those moments when all of the chaos of our world seems to be too much. 
a moment where we really want to focus on God and on Jesus' presence in our life. And so we're going to do it as part of the sermon. I know, it's an activity for part of the sermon, but this is the last part. So I invite you to close your eyes if you feel comfortable, setting aside whatever might be going on for you this week, and remembering Jesus bringing his kingdom, God's kingdom, gathering all of us together with God. And so hear God's word. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. Be still and know that I am God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you.